if we want to combat like the lighting pollution, everything it's not only from the mm. concept and it can also like mm. happen a bit after. And even if like the the project is done, we can mm. still improve. Yes. Yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah. I think it's quite important when we are like commissioning a project to not just only stick with the concept and but sometimes always to re-question and check if we can improve mm. always a little bit. Mm. Otherwise if we just like satisfy no, no, no. with like something very standard. Because this is like long project, right? Yeah. Like I believe like the concept of uh, this Tecum Bank Tower has been done four years ago. So, oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, the, the context was very different. It was before COVID, before like the energy now, like mm. the uh, demand of energy is very different now in Vietnam than it was like four years ago. It's different context and we try to um, guess what will happen like in yeah. the future. Welcome back to the Virtual Lighting Design Community Podcast, the go-to resource for all things lighting design. In today's episode, we have a special interview with Fanny Soulard, a senior lighting designer at Oricon. Many of you may remember Fanny as one of the keynote speakers at the recent Guangzhou International Lighting Exhibition in China. That was back in June 2023. Her presentation on light pollution captivated the audience, and we are thrilled to have the opportunity to sit down with Fanny for a one-on-one -on -one conversation. During our discussion, Fanny will share her insights, experiences and expertise and will explore her approaches to sustainable lighting solutions and the challenges she faces as a senior lighting designer at Oricon. For those interested, we have a visual version of this interview available on our YouTube channel. Simply search for the Virtual Lighting Design Community and subscribe to stay updated with the latest video content. Also, don't forget to visit our online community platform at www.vld.community where you can access an abundance of high-quality content and connect with fellow lighting professionals and enthusiasts. So join the conversation, expand your knowledge and be part of our thriving community. Before we dive into this interview, let's take a moment to acknowledge our premium supporters who make this podcast possible. A big thank you to Light, Creative Lighting Asia, Erco and the Signified Lighting Academy for their continued support. So if you're passionate about lighting design and eager to learn from industry experts like Fanny, this episode is a must listen, so get ready to be inspired and discover new perspectives in the world of lighting design. Enjoy. My name is uh, Martin Klaassen and uh, welcome to the Virtual Light Design Community. Uh, I'm here in Guangzhou. Um, we had a, an event this morning called East Meets uh, West, where we discussed the topic of light and uh, health and well-being. Uh, my guest is one of the speakers, uh, Fanny Soulara. Uh, welcome. Um, please tell my audience who are you and what do you do in your daily life? Yeah, so my name is Fanny. I'm a French native lighting designer. I have an um, applied art background. Um, I've been exploring like the lighting design in a different, like in a very transversal uh, way, mm -hmm. because I started with uh, working with architects, but also with some manufacturers. Mm -hmm. I have like uh, get some different experience with like some lighting studio in France, right. in Australia, in oh. Vietnam, and I just know setting up with like an engineering company. So. I think this is like describing best like my uh, expertise. It's trying just to gather like very different inspiration 
mm-hmm. uh, meeting like people with different culture, different expertise, and mm-hmm. trying just to catch the best from all of them. But that's nice because it gives you an insight in how people think from their perspective, yes. right? And also just to understand like all the process mm-hmm. because I know that sometimes like team designers they think that oh manufacturers they think mm. only about business yeah. which is not completely true from my expertise uh-huh. and my experience at least like there are a lot of people I mean there are talent everywhere and mm-hmm. there, there is inspiration everywhere yeah, yeah. and I think the more we can understand the different perspective the more like our design is holistic yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it can like definitely be addressed better yeah, yeah. depending on the situation yeah, yeah. so I'm not thinking that I mean, I'm still improving and discovering, mm. but also I think I'm maybe like quite a curious person. So I really love to challenge myself. You have myself. to be curious in our business. Definitely. If you're Definitely. not, then... <laughs> but yeah, I really love this challenge to arrive mm. in a new environment and people are giving me some like uh, yeah. guidance and I'm just like, oh, okay. So this, I'm, I'm a senior now, I'm not a junior. So I have like this luggage with me and mm-hmm. how I can connect properly. And this is all a question of exchange, mm-hmm. you know. I'm, I'm not trying to convince the people. I'm just trying to find a compromise yeah, yeah. and welcoming, like, um, their, all their knowledge and trying to find, like, how I can compromise. And I really love, like, all this, like, cultural, like, exchange. Yeah. You're, you're in an interesting situation because, on one hand, you have experienced different stakeholders, whether they're manufacturers or architects or things like that. But at the same time, because you have a... European background, you know, you've been in Australia, I believe, and you've been now in Vietnam. You also have a lot of cultural inputs. And I think uh, I, I had traveled also a lot throughout the world, and I find those cultural inputs also really important in how you approach lighting. Do you have that as well? Yes. Um, I think it's, I learn a lot about myself by being like facing like a different mm. culture. And I think in Vietnam, that was when I mm. get a lot of like uh, self-introspection, yeah. uh, re-questioning my methodology and re-questioning a bit my identity. Mm. And I believe that I, I will still be like a French person like all mm. my, life, uh, my life long. So this is defining my identity. So I believe I still have like something linked with this in the way I'm approaching a design. And it's not worth it just to uh, trying to remove it. But yeah, um, capturing like different culture mm-hmm. can really help just like um, having like a different perception, but maybe to be a bit more innovative mm-hmm. in, in the term that I, I can be influenced by someone like having a, diff- a, a specific approach right. and someone yeah. having like di- a different um, yeah, yeah, yeah. methodology. Yeah. Have you been have you been to the Guangzhou Lighting Fair before or is this the first Not time? Not yet. First time. So this is the first China. time. So what's your but I believe you have been to Frankfurt or yes, yeah. Yes. So what's your first impression walking around here? Well, it was a bit of nostalgia to be honest yeah. because um, so when I moved in Vietnam it was completely during the covid like uh, the pandemic time. So in Vietnam, we don't have the opportunity to have like this kind of event. And at one time, I I was really feeling like the remote, like the remotely situation a bit sadly because, yeah, you you need just to go like in contact with the Mm -hmm. the, the people, just to test a different sample. And I was really missing that. Um, I feel that in Europe, we we have so many opportunities just to go in factories, Mm -hmm. to be like, people are coming to you and... Give there's you, a lot, like, there's a lot of factories in China as well. <laughs> I know, I know. But yeah, be, because of the pandemic, I think both of the countries, Vietnam and yeah. China, were a bit yeah. like luck. Yeah. So it's a really good opportunity to be here and yeah. have, 
have like some, like a way to, to discover more and to yeah to, to have like a better understanding yeah. and get a bit aware of like the novelties because yes. in Vietnam we are a lot dependent of suppliers mm -hmm. so it's never easy because it's like a manufacturer sending yes. the information to a supplier which is sending you the information so it's not really you know like the really original right. information yeah, 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 yeah. so. Um, and yeah, so I'm really happy to be here. Mm. And yes, yeah, a bit of nostalgia because yeah, many different like marketing yeah. things uh, yeah, close yeah, yeah, with yeah, yeah. light and billing. Now you're here um, to participate in in our uh, event uh, as a speaker. Um, tell us a little bit about the topic that you had about light pollution and all that. And is there any big takeaway from listening to everybody else that you thought, oh, that really stood out for you? So. Um, my topic was about lighting pollution, mm. um, and I was focusing on one um, building in Vietnam. Yeah. I, I'm being involved like in a very like late stage, and to be very honest, like at the beginning, I was a bit like hesitant just to present it because it's maybe not the best like portfolio. No, I think you were quite <laughs> courageous to actually show the challenges, and and you know, a lot of people tend to present all the beautiful things about a project, but you were courageous enough to also show all the, the problems and the challenges that you had to overcome to actually realize what you managed to realize in the end. And I think it's, it's really good also to understand that sometimes we have like um, a false idea about like a notion. Mm -hmm. And I know that, uh, I think you gave me a bit when we were preparing these conferences mm -hmm. and you gave me very well in like the way just to pick the topic. Yeah. Um, because yeah, you can display something very generic Hmm. But uh, when it's not like a specific example, people sometimes yeah, they yeah. can't really project. Like, and I'm sure a lot of people could could uh, feel the same thing. Like, oh, this has happened to me too. Yes, and um, so we get like a, a lot of like internal discussion hmm. about this project because I get the, like the unfair like feeling that to, to have been like pushed and yeah. meet like the client which was not happy and yeah. I'm just like okay, what? It's not my fault. I no, haven't no, produced. No, no, no. But then. It's a really good opportunity to have an internal discussion mm. and just to mix like, okay, my, I believe like my analysis is this, but my colleague, they told me like, okay, we have done this because of this context. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very important to understand why people end up doing that. It's not only their decision. And that's like the influence and the impact on all the environment mm. and also the fact that we are different consultants. And we can't, as lighting designer, we can't uh, mastering everything. And sometimes no, we're not. We're, we're a part of a chain of events. Yeah. And our discipline, it's not always like put in priority, right? No. In the building. Often it's... not. <laughs> but yeah, so it's, it was interesting to get this internal like um, uh, talk. And I think we have um, take like some very good conclusion and learn mm -hmm. some lesson. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, and even for myself, I was just like, okay, I know that um, it's just a challenge and it's yeah. always interesting to have a challenge and just to prove that you can mm -hmm. always improve. Like, if we want to combat like the lighting pollution, everything, it's not only from mm -hmm. the concept and it can also like mm -hmm. happen a bit after. And even if like the, the project is done, we can mm -hmm. still improve. Yes. Yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah. I think it's quite important when we are like commissioning a project to not just only stick with the concept, and but sometimes always to re-question and check if we can improve mm. always a little bit. Mm. Otherwise, if we just like satisfy no, no, no. with like something very standard, 
because this is like long project, right? Mm. Like I believe like the concept of uh, this Tecumbank Tower has been done four years ago. So, oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, the, the context was very different. It was before COVID, before like the energy now, like mm. the uh, demand of energy is very different now in Vietnam than it was like four years ago because of the climate uh, environment has changed. Yeah. Um, because also like people get a, a bit more access to some equipment uh, and all that stuff. So yeah. I can understand that it's different context and we try to um, guess what will happen like in yeah. the future. It's not always easy, but yeah, I mean, that's the well, reason why. Thank you for sharing your experience. Because I think that was really interesting and a lot of people may identify with similar problems. So sharing that was really nice. Thank you for that. Now, um, I'm here on, on, on behalf of the virtual light design community. Uh, a fairly young community, um, born out of the pandemic. Um, but since we're young and we're trying to grow and, and try to serve our community, it's always good to get some feedback from people like yourself, who are now also contributing. What, what are your feeling? How, how can we further improve the, the community? What, what are you, how, how do you feel we're doing so far? So personally, like living in Vietnam, our industry is very small and we don't have access so much in like mm. resource and conferences. So I really appreciate like mm. all this uh, online community because it's a real chance just to get connection with people um, I won't be able to meet physically. Yeah. So um, I, I get like aware about the VLDC, I think, um, through like the Women in Lighting platform. Yeah, because yeah. everything is well connected. Yeah, yeah. Martin and so, Sharon are part of our founders. So yeah, absolutely. So um, I knew about this like a few years ago and I was a bit lazy maybe and it's so many different platforms but um, yeah, I think the contact is very interesting. I, I went there a um, few weeks ago just to have a look mm -hmm. and I found like uh, a presentation from someone living in Lebanon and facing like some Hi. issues with like um, energy cut and all that stuff right. which is providing an echo with what's happening oh, now in nice Vietnam hear, and yeah. I think it's something there's so many to learn from this mm. situation for our mm. future. Yeah. Because our future will be so challenging, right? Like it's not yeah. being paranoiac or sustainability mm. like anxious to yeah. know that we will have issues with like, yeah. the energy yeah. in the future. Yeah. So um, yeah, that was for me it's like this kind of test, um, people like testimonying testimonizing like yeah. this situation yeah. through this platform. It's yeah. like very, very precious uh, information. Yeah. And not all the platforms have like um, mm. the um, opportunity to giving the opportunity to people just to uh, raise their voice. This yeah, way. yeah. You can comment, you can contribute, you can yeah. post, you can share, and find topics that may be of interest or that have similar, you know, uh, um, uh, issues that you are facing as well. So I'm and glad to hear that. Yeah. Independently of the time zone, also yeah. because I at know your own leisure. It's yeah, at your own convenience. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm glad to hear. That's a very nice feedback for us to know because. We're doing things and then we are hoping that we're, we're going in the right direction. So that's why I'm asking the question also. Very in, in inspiring yeah. platform. Yeah, right? Thank you for that. Now, a few personal questions. Um, I love to ask the question, what drives somebody out of bed? What drives Fanny out of bed every morning to do what you're doing? Passion so, or whatever it is. Personally, I'm, I'm really like uh, involved inside my, my job. Yeah. I love my job. Yeah. And uh, I love also just to discover culture and all that stuff. And mm. 
thanks to my job, I've been able to live in different countries. Mm -hmm. I always been like set up in a country yeah. because my job was there. And for me, it's like a really good opportunity. I feel lucky, mm. but I feel also like I have like a social responsibility just mm. to um, do my best to use like my job as something which can be like um, uh, positive right. in the area where I'm, I'm working, right? Yeah, Through my, yeah, yeah, my yeah, project. Yeah. And I think like lighting is so powerful and mm. we have so many, um, I don't know, it, it's just a magic like medium. Right. So I spent many times and I'm really happy just to wake up in the morning and to think like, okay, I have this job. What am I going to do today? <laughs> I'm not doing only like interesting projects, you know, sometimes it's a bit, I'm working for an mm. engineering company, so mm. sometimes you have like very technical yeah. projects, so this is maybe not like my first motivation, but yeah, um, I feel very exciting with like the social part of the lighting, I feel very exciting with like the technical knowledge, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like yeah. speaking with like a scientist, it's magic. Mm. So. Yeah, it's a bit maybe like... Uh, well, talking about magic, if you had a magic wand, ah. what could you, or what would you like to change? We always have these little things or maybe more ideological things that we think, oh, if I could change this or if I could do this, I would love to do that. Maybe to reset a bit, like... To? Uh, reset. Reset, okay. Some like stories, we have like link with the lighting. So... Wow. Um, what that means is, for example, we, we have seen, like, for example, through uh, one of the speaker Jinky um, presentation that, for example, in, in Philippines, they were like linking modernity with light. Yes. Which is very like linked with our history of mm -hmm. uh, lighting, right? Which mm -hmm. has emerged during like Absolutely. the industrial yeah, yeah, like, yeah, revolution. Yeah, yeah. Which is good, but it's so inside us. Like, I have this heritage is so deep. And now that we need to reduce like a bit our consumption, our brightness, mm. we need to fight against that. And right. it takes a lot of time. We maybe don't have all this time just to change a bit this perception and bring oh, okay, a different okay. like yeah, uh, desire. Yeah, yeah. So yes, I, if we could reset a bit, say, okay, okay, something neutral. You don't have like any specific feeling okay. and I will have to bring you like just to create like a new desire together that will it sounds yeah, like, like something you can actually do. Yeah, but you don't need a magic wand for that. No, we need. I mean, to you can like certainly apply it in your work. I guess step back a little bit and. I think like these habits, they are so deep inside yeah. us that um, my, my perception is like it takes time yeah, because yeah, you yeah. can invite like you can convince like one person, which mm. maybe it's a bit more like dreamer, like uh, between like other clients. But yeah. otherwise, there are many people who are still stick to the standard, like a bit afraid. Like mm. there are definitely something like, for example, for the project I'm following in Australia. So many projects, especially for like the real uh, projects, they want to like really high like luminous level. And if I'm compared with like what I've done in France for like the train project, mm. it, it's, the difference, the gap is like 10 times oh, really? in yeah, Australia. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. we just try like with my colleague to say that it, it's a bit too ambitious. Like right. there are no reason just to provide this mm -hmm. level. Mm -hmm. Technically, it's definitely yeah. not like uh, consistent. And the only argumentation which is bringing on the table is, oh, but safety. And for me, I'm just like, but Australia is so safe. I mean, the, um, we can see factually yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, you could say that the yeah. crime, it's definitely not high. So it's something 
in the yeah, yeah, yeah. brain, you know, like something which is deep. It's more psychological, yeah, yeah. Maybe like because there are a lot of like, this country has mm. been um, built up with a lot of people who mm. are migrate and were coming maybe in a situation mm. a bit difficult. Uh, maybe they um, they just bring like their fear with yeah, them. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's so difficult to um, to fight against this fear and mm. to say like follow me like just in something a bit more like reasonable mm. but they're very like yeah they're a bit like scared and it's not easy for them just to give you like their, uh, trust yeah, yeah. And but it sort of brings me to my last question you talk about fear and all that scary things are happening um, we're entering the smart world right now with you know smart lighting systems with uh, artificial intelligence with chat GPT maybe even the metaverse, who knows what's going to go on, uh, happen in the next couple of years. Um, question to you is, A, have you already been confronted with that? And B, how do you look at it? Is it going to affect you in the way you're going to approach your work in the future? So I have a dual feeling with this. Right, um, I can imagine, yeah. <laughs> so my, my first feeling, it's like, I have the feeling like all this technology can uh, put like a bit too much like distance mm -hmm. between like the people mm. and so we're losing like the I mean we're social yeah, yeah, anymore yeah, yeah. right so we yeah. if we're not socializing and having like a direct physical and direct contact with mm. like our environments I believe we're losing a lot about our culture mm. and a lot of perception but at the same time if it's well used and yeah. controlled like properly it could be like a really good complement something like which is combining with the light very yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Like I do remember, for example, one of my colleagues in Concepto did like a really good um, project, which is mixing like real mm. installation with um, augmented reality. All right. And that was, so they have developed like an application. It was for a touristic purpose mm -hmm. in the city of Rennes. And that was a very good compromise because the city didn't get the budget just to install right. everything. It's like an heritage like area. So um, a lot of like cabling, like contrails. And actually they just install like the minimal and they get like the um, augmented reality just as a combination. And I think many like young generation, they're so good in like mastering and entering know, that. So everyone is satisfied. Yeah. And yeah, I, I think like in this kind of um, connection, it could be very strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When both, like when mm. we, we um, succeed just to create like this connection and this combination. But if we rely only like on virtual reality, mm. yep, it's be maybe balanced. like, yeah, yeah, not so uh, helpful. Like yeah. it's losing something like, yeah. It's, sometimes it's out of the soul, you know? It's yeah, something yeah, like too, uh, yeah. too robotic, too yeah. far from like something. Fanny like Sula, merci beaucoup. Thank you very much for your contribution to this event. Thank you very nice much. Nice speaking to you. Thank you. My honor to have been invited. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Virtual Lighting Design Community Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our insightful interview with Fanny Soulard. If you found the episode valuable, we encourage you to consider subscribing to our podcast, leave a review, and share it with your friends and colleagues. By spreading the word, you help us to reach more lighting enthusiasts and build a stronger community. Additionally, for those interested, we have a visual version of this interview available on our YouTube channel by searching the Virtual Lighting Design Community and subscribe to stay updated with the latest content. 
And as before, don't forget to visit our online community platform where you can access an abundance of higher quality content and connect with fellow lighting professionals and enthusiasts. You can find us at www.vld.community. Once again, thank you for joining us today. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll continue to explore the world of lighting design and bring you more inspiring conversations with industry leaders. Until then, 